Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we have co-founder of Kettle and Fire, Justin Mares. If you zoom out a little bit and you look at the average American diet, uh, I think that basically you you can compare like what people eat today versus even if let's say you're eating, uh, you know, like a keto, a well-sourced healthy keto diet today versus what our ancestors ate. Uh, one of the biggest gaps that you're going to see between these two ways of eating are the lack of organ meats and a lot of the like amino, essential amino uh, acids, collagen, things like that that people get in their diets that, you know, a thousand years ago or even a couple hundred years ago, things like organ meat, bone broth, collagen, connective tissue and the like, all of them are incredibly important for skin health, digestive health, gut health, joint health. I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, good to be with you today. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. Out of all the ones out there, you chose this one and we're super grateful. I am pumped up to bring Justin Mares with you, who is the co-founder of Kettle and Fire. We're going to talk about how Kettle and Fire got started, why not all bone broths are created equal. We'll speak about our favorite benefits of bone broth, why it's important to break a fast with quality bone broth, ways to utilize bone broth, the benefits of dry fasting, and so much more. I really had a blast with Justin, and I can't wait to share him with you. And before I bring him on, I want to express my gratitude for you. Here at Keto Camp, we're on a mission to educate and to inspire 1 billion people on planet Earth. And every time you listen to an episode and share it with somebody or leave a rating and review, it helps the show grow. It helps us accomplish this mission. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you're brand new to the podcast, we release two to three brand new episodes every single week. So hit that subscribe button and get some of the most brilliant thought leaders in the world. I want to get to today's Apple podcast review of the day. This one comes from AWM3333 titled Love Ben's Program. It's a five-star review. I enjoy Ben's approach to keto and health. Both his YouTube videos and podcasts are not only fascinating, but informative. Ben incorporates different angles and views to assist us with our journey to better health and a quality of life. Thank you so much, AWM. That's my goal. It's to provide you with information that's fascinating and very easy to absorb, but also informative, backed up with science. So thank you so much for taking the time to write that review. It really does help. If you haven't left the Keto Camp podcast a rating and review yet, please do so. It really does help, and I thank you in advance, and maybe I'll be reading one of your reviews on a future episode. Hey, I want to remind you about my brand new program called the 28-Day Keto Jumpstart. I decided to launch this program a couple weeks ago. The listing price was going to be 97 bucks. I decided to offer this 
to Keto Camp podcast listeners at 92% off, meaning you can get this entire program today for just one payment of $7. Once you get access to this program, it is going to teach you how to get into ketosis the right way, how to practice intermittent fasting the right way. I'm going to break down healthy keto versus dirty keto. You'll receive 50 plus videos structured for you with about $600 worth in keto meal plans, grocery shopping list, my books and digital downloads, and a private Facebook group. Who's this program for? This program is perfect for somebody who is brand new to keto, somebody who has done keto in the past and fallen off track, or somebody who's doing keto right now and just not getting the results they want. In 28 days, I can teach you how to burn fat instead of sugar and get you on the right path on your keto and fasting journey. If you want instant access to this program for 92% off, one payment of $7, head over to www.startketocamp.com. Remember that is camp with the K, www.startketocamp.com. Keto Camper, be sure to take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Shoot me a tag, shoot kettle and fire a tag, and when I see it, I'll share it on my stories. My Instagram handle is at TheBenazadi, and kettle and fires is at kettle and fire. We'll put links for that as well in the notes of this podcast. We do have a special coupon code for keto campers who decide to buy kettle and fire. Maybe you'll get inspired after this conversation to try them out. The coupon code is keto camp. No space in between. That's keto camp together to get. off of your Kettle and Fire order. We will also put those details in the notes of this podcast. Well, all right, let's get into this awesome conversation talking all things bone broth with Justin Mares. Justin Mares is the founder and CEO of Kettle and Fire, the fastest growing bone broth brand in the country. Justin has also co-founded Perfect Keto, a food and supplement brand for people going keto. Justin has written an article that has been read over 100,000 times. He is a D.C. native, San Francisco transplant, and currently living in Austin, Texas. Graduated from the University of Pittsburgh. Favorite country is Japan. Favorite writer is Steinbeck. And his favorite book is the Three Body Problem Trilogy. Justin Mayers, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited to chat with you. All things bone broth and the great things you are doing at Kettle and Fire. And before we do, Justin, what got you involved in this space? What is your story? Yeah, so uh, I started the company a couple years ago. Uh, basically, started with uh, you may know my brother is my co-founder, so we started the business together. Um, we started when he was 19 years old. I was living in San Francisco, was working in tech, and basically two things happened around the same time. So on the one side. Uh, you know, kettle and fire, like kettle and fire didn't exist yet, but I was starting to incorporate bone broth or try to incorporate bone broth into my, uh, my daily life and routine. Uh, I had a bunch of friends that were doing CrossFit that were swearing by bone broth for like joint health, performance, recovery, gut health, all of that, uh, which I was really interested in, in doing. And yet at the same time, I was also traveling a bunch at that time in my life. Um, and so just like didn't have time to make it on my own. Uh, and was really struggling to find a commercially available source, even in that I thought was like high quality, used grass-fed ingredients, you know, all organic stuff. Um, and so around the same time, my brother, who I started this business with, was in Philadelphia. He was 19. He was playing soccer and tore pretty much everything you can tear in your knee. And so 
he, uh, he was like, you know, Justin, I just had surgery. I'm going to be bedridden for eight weeks. Like, what can I do to help with a faster recovery? Uh, I recommended bone broth and like, he couldn't find anything in his area. So between like the two of us having the same problem of we wanted a high quality bone broth and couldn't find one that existed, uh, we decided to start Kettle and Fire and just create the product that truly we wanted. I love it. So, so it, it came from yeah. a problem that you wanted to solve. I love, I love when that happens from a lot of yeah. companies and a lot of big stories have, have come from that, have stemmed from problems that you actually wanted to solve for yourself and now you're solving for a lot of people. So when did Kettle and Fire, Kettle and Fire get established? Uh, so we launched in August of 2015. And why did you choose the name Kettle and Fire? <laughs> so originally, we launched as Bone Broths Co., which is about the worst name that you can choose when you're starting a business. Uh, so pretty quickly, we got feedback from our customers, from the audience that that was a horrible name. No one knew how to pronounce it. No one knew, like we had bonebroths.com, not bonebroth.com, which led to a ton of confusion. It was just really bad. And so uh, we pretty quickly decided that we had to change the name. And, you know, as we were thinking about um, the name, we were, we were kind of like, what do we want this name to signify? Like, what are the things that are really important that we're never going to change about the brand? Uh, and so there are a couple of things like we wanted, you know, one of our philosophies is we're always going to be clean label. We're always going to um, use real ingredients, like things that grow, things that, uh, things that are alive, not like weird chemicals, additives, anything like that. Um, and so we thought that the name Kettle and Fire, uh, it's kind of like when you boil down, what do you need uh, to make bone broth? It's like, a kettle and a heat source, a fire. And so we thought it was a badass sounding name. We thought it like pointed to the fact that, you know, we, we use really simple core ingredients. We don't add a lot of uh, external, like overly produced unnatural um, chemicals or additives or anything like that. And uh, it was a domain, it was like a domain that was available and no one had used the name anything like that previously. So between all those factors, uh, we, liked the idea. We liked the name. We ran it by some friends and early customers. And for the most part, they were like, that's a really cool thing. So we've been kettle and fire ever since uh, February, 2016, I believe. Awesome. I think the name is fantastic. So great snag for sure. Thank you. So when we look at bone broth, I mean, when somebody goes on Dr. Google or they go to their grocery store, there's going to be bone broth is getting more and more popular, rightfully so, because if you have the right source of bone broth, it could do so many great things, which we'll get into. But why is it important, Justin, to really be diligent with the sourcing of your bone broth. Yeah, so um, there's this kind of saying in, in health in general, which is like, you are what you eat. Um, I think that that goes a step further, it's, which is like, you are what you eat eats. So if you're eating um, you know, a bunch of steak from, or a bunch of meat from conventionally raised cattle and um, you know, but the animals that have been raised on feedlots and have had tons of antibiotics and pesticides and other trash pumped into them, uh, that's going into your body. Like that, that is a, a thing that even though you may not be aware of it, that's going into your body. It's affecting your hormones. It's affecting your gut microbiome. It's affecting all of these things that, um, you know, as someone who's interested in, in health and just frankly feeling good and, and living a long, healthy life, uh, you probably don't want to get exposed to. And so, uh, I think that the ingredient quality, if you're someone who like wants to improve your health or, or even wants to maintain uh, a sense of well-being, it really, really matters what you put in your body. And not only that, it really matters like where the things that you're putting in your body are sourced, how they're grown, how they're fed, how they're raised, all of that. And so for me, um, 
we wanted to make sure that we were using only organic ingredients. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we tested all of our products to make sure uh, it doesn't have um, any amounts of like uh, metals contamination or uh, glyphosate, which is effectively Roundup made by Monsanto that really messes with your, the lining of your gut. Um, we wanted to make sure that we were using only bones from either organically raised chickens or uh, in the case of our beef bone broth, cattle that had access to pasture that were pastured that was grass fed, grass finished, um, so that you could get those better like omega-3 to omega-6 fatty acid ratios. Uh, and, and effectively just said like, we wanna source the highest quality ingredients, uh, not only because we think it improves the taste, like better ingredients equals better end product, but because we really think that that's the right thing to do um, you know, and that's that's what consumers want is they want something, uh, they want a product that we put a ton of energy into, like sourcing it at the highest possible quality. Yeah, that's why I love what you guys are doing. And and uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, I have my cat on fire here. I'm stocked right now. I just ordered a whole bunch as well uh, because I'm very diligent with the animals that I consume. You're right. We are what we eat. We're we are what we eat, ate or what we eat. Yeah. Um, and we we do accumulate that. It gets stored in our fat cells and. It could be pesticides, herbicides, it could be metals, and that gets stored in the body and then throw glyphosate into the mix and it pushes these metals actually deeper into our tissues. So it's all, it's all bad news when you're eating uh, tortured animals that were stressed out, were inheriting the stress. So I know that when I'm consuming your kettle and fire bone broth, I don't have to worry about that because like you said, grass-fed, grass-finished, organic, happier animals, happier humans. Uh, and that's the way yep. it should be. Even though I, I get, I know the the drawback or I shouldn't say drawback the hesitancy that people make is yeah but I have to spend a little bit extra on healthier organic products but the truth is this and I think you would agree with me pay the price now or pay the price later either way you're yep. going to have to pay right so pay the farmer now or pay the doctor later yeah. it's a price that's going to you're going to have to pay why not be proactive instead of reactive. So when we go to the grocery store, yes, there's going to be a lot of options for bone broth, probably more and more and more as the months go by. But you got to find out if they're sourcing it from the right animals and from the right companies. Uh, and you guys are doing that. So that's why I love what you guys are doing. Let's talk a little bit about the benefits of it. I do have a video on my, actually a podcast and a video that I did on five ways to do bone broth fasting and the benefits of it. And I went, oh, yeah. I went deep into fasting and bone broth, and I definitely recommended your kettle and fire. But I want you to talk a little bit about your favorite benefits of bone broth and what it has been doing to help others. Yeah, it's a great question. So I think if you zoom out a little bit and you look at the average American diet, uh, I think that basically you, you can compare like what people eat today versus even if let's say you're eating uh, you know, like a keto, a well-sourced healthy keto diet today versus what our ancestors ate. Uh, one of the biggest gaps that you're going to see between these two ways of eating are the lack of organ meats and a lot of the like amino, essential amino uh, acids, collagen, things like that, that people get in their diets that, you know, a thousand years ago, or even a couple hundred years ago, things like organ meat, bone broth, collagen, connective tissue, and the like, um, all of them are incredibly important for skin health, digestive health, gut health, joint health. Um, they literally are, are the building blocks of much of your connective tissue and your, your organs and, and uh, stomach lining. And yet, even if you're eating a healthy diet today, oftentimes you're eating cuts of muscle meat, meat, veggies, uh, fruits, nuts, and the like. Um, and so I find bone broth is a really convenient, easy way to get a bunch of those essential amino acids 
proteins uh, and collagen into your diet in a way that doesn't require you like chop up beef liver and swallow it whole, which is something I've certainly done before, uh, but it's not for the faint of heart. It is not the most delicious thing in the world. And so, um, yeah, and so I just find it's a, a really easy, soothing way to get those nutrients in your body uh, that your body needs for, for optimal function. Yeah, right on. Organ meats are so good for the body, but you're right. Not a lot of people are going to be chopping up liver and, and eating that. It's just not <laughs> customary, but you can get it yeah. through organ meats, through bone broth. Um, one of my favorite benefits of bone broth is the breaking a fast. I think it's one of the best items, foods to have to break a fast with because it has the electrolytes, it has the aminos, it has the exact ratios of protein. And you want more protein and some fats with uh, breaking the fast and less carbohydrates. That would be a great way because your stomach is essentially in repair mode, right? When you're fasting, yeah. you're not eating. It's, it's The analogy that I always give is so many people who have digestive issues, acid reflux, gas, bloating, it's like a, a corporate worker that clocks in eight hours every single day, nine to five, nine to five. And then all of a sudden their boss keeps calling them back when they're walking to the car <laughs> at 5 p.m., come back for another project, come back for another project. That's what's happening when you don't fast, right? So when you fast, yeah. that corporate worker, your stomach finally gets to reset and relax. And a lot of people break the fast the wrong way, Justin. And how you break the fast is almost as important as the fast itself. So one of yeah. my favorite ways is to break it with bone broth. Um, and I also think it also helps with craving. So if you want to continue a fast, right, you just have some bone broth. Yeah, it breaks a traditional yeah. water fast, but you're not going to raise glucose and insulin as much as a full meal. Completely. Yeah, so I mean, I've been really interested in uh, seeing kind of the research coming out around some of these alternatives to fasting, like maybe you've covered the fast mimicking diet or something like that previously, where uh, though I think the guy promoting that, uh, Walter Longo, his product, I think Prolon is sort of an insane and dumb, unhealthy thing to eat. I think that there's like some real science behind the, the whole idea of the fast mimicking diet. Uh, and I've seen a lot of good efficacy from our customers who have done a fast mimicking diet where they're eating, uh, you know, they're doing a three day fast, but they're having two to six cups of bone broth a day. Uh, and it seems to be really healing and helpful for them. Like I know that I did a, a three-day fast about a month ago and comparing the three-day water fast that I did about a month ago to a three-day bone broth fast, like I certainly felt higher energy and better coming off the bone broth fast. Um, and so I plan to just do that on a quarterly basis going forward. I want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years and then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega and the cool thing about Pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden, your fat-burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden, your cells produce energy, so you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day my dog takes it every single day. So does my girlfriend and my mom. This is how much I love 
the product. If you want to get your bottle delivered to your door, head over to purelifescience.com. Check them out. Order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is purelifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B-E-N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. Awesome. I love that. So what are some unique ways to get in bone broth besides, you know, just sipping it or some other unique ways you could suggest for our listeners and viewers to try it? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've heard enemas are one way, although not one that I really? would suggest probably. Interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's probably about as far out on the, the health spectrum as I've ever heard. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I, I think that I tend to use it in two ways. One, um, I personally love drinking it often in the morning as a, um, or late morning as sort of like a pre-lunch break, break my like fasting window type thing. Um, and otherwise I think it's, it's tremendous to cook with. Like I am a very, very novice cook. Uh, and so my girlfriend and I have started trying to incorporate it into, um, different vegetable things we're making. She made like a bone broth chia pudding dessert this past week, which was shockingly not horrible. Uh, I thought it would be horrible, but it wasn't. Uh, but so I, I think like generally you see people who will cook with it. One of the best, um, cook with it. That's like one set and then drink it personally. One of the best things that I find, uh, is we have a mushroom chicken bone broth and I'll like heat some of that up, add olive oil, uh, and then some parsley and, and other spices and drink it. It's like unbelievable, super easy way to get some fat in, uh, while also getting a, a bunch of protein and amino acids in your diet. Yeah, it sounds delicious. That chia seed sounds interesting as well. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> it was I also good. know a surprise. Yeah, I also know that bone broth could help with uh, skin complexion. I always tell people it's not Botox, it's bone broth, right? So what are what are some things that bone broth, the collagen of bone broth, can do to help with skin? Yeah, so I, I think if you look at the body, like something like sixty or seventy percent of the body's uh, connective and supporting tissues are made up of collagen and other amino acids. And so bone broth is an incredible source of these amino acids. And to the extent that um, your body needs support from the underlying muscles, connective tissue, and uh, the lower kind of layers of skin, uh, bone broth helps give those building blocks, gives your body those building blocks that it, that it needs to like look like, you know, to improve your skin complexion, um, improve like the, the building blocks of everything that goes into to building a healthy skin routine, building uh, really healthy functioning joints and connective tissue. Uh, that's sort of part one. And then the second part I think that's really overlooked often is that uh, bone broth is incredibly important for gut health. Uh, it literally contains a lot of the amino acids that make up the lining of the gut. Uh, and, and I think we're finding out more and more that your skin health in a lot of ways, acne, you know, a lot of these like skin conditions are conditions that are mediated by your gut health. Like if you have a, a messed up gut, uh, eczema is a very, very common condition that's associated with gut dysfunction. So the better your gut health, uh, it's highly likely the better your, uh, your just overall kind of skin complexion, skin health uh, will look, feel, and be. Right on. And, and, and your immune system as well, which is so important in this, in this day and age, um, most of our immune system is in the gut. Yeah. And I don't even know what the percentage is, but I would estimate that over 80% of people have some form of leaky gut, right? Uh, yes. So this is great because it helps the lining of the gut. 
you, you guys decided, Kettle and Fire, to in, incorporate, introduce a new lineup of keto-specific bone broths, right? I've tried a whole bunch Soups, of them. yeah. Soups, excuse me. They're, they're absolutely delicious. So talk a little bit more Thanks. about why you decided to do that and some of your favorites. Yeah. So we, we uh, have a pretty material online business. Uh, if you look, you know, kettleandfire.com, we have a bunch of customers that buy via subscription or buy via our website. And so one thing we try and do... Uh, because that's kind of unique, you know, like Campbell's doesn't have people buying soup from their website that often, right? And so we have this unique ability to talk to our customers and hear uh, what they actually want from us. And so we have made it a real focus to talk to our customers, ask them like, why are you drinking Kettle and Fire? Uh, how can we help you reach your health goals? How can we like make products that that solve a need for you? And while doing that, uh, we found that a lot of our customers uh, we're going keto and kind of struggling with it. Like we had a lot of customers who were like, I'm trying this keto thing. I have 20 pounds that I want to lose. And yet every time I get, I'm getting, uh, tripped up with, you know, I break keto or I'm get pulled doing a bunch of stuff at work and I'm too busy. And like, there's no keto of, of options available from a lunch standpoint. Uh, and so I end up breaking and then I fall off. And so after hearing this enough times, we basically decided like, we're in a pretty good position as a, as a company where we can make a product that helps solve these problems for people. And so uh, we, we launched at first our line of uh, keto soups, which are basically uh, soups with incredibly low net carb count. They have a bone broth base. So you get a lot of the electrolytes, a lot of the proteins, a lot of the amino acids that, uh, that are critical for people on a keto diet and formulated them so that they have, um, you know, you can get your fats, uh, you don't get very, very few carbs, um, and launch those as sort of like a way for people who are trying keto or doing keto, uh, to give them a, a chance to get a really easy, super healthy, super clean label keto snack or keto meal, uh, worked into their, their lifestyle, um, which that came out, I want to say late last year, mid last year, uh, which, and they've done really well. So we're, we're super proud of that. Yeah. Awesome idea. I love the mushroom. I think it's the mushroom bisque. Is that what it's called? That one yeah. and the broccoli uh, cheddar. Uh, that one's awesome. Yeah. So, so the, I mean, to be clear, um, the, the regular bone broth is keto friendly. Uh, it's not like this is going to knock is. you out of ketosis, but these are just more designed for healthier fats uh, that are, you know, get, get you more of that percentages that people are looking for, for keto. Is that correct? Yep, exactly. So our normal bone broths are definitely keto, but for a lot of people, you know, drinking a carton of bone broth is not quite enough to get them over the, the lunch hump. And so we decided, you know, if, if you're having a box of our bone broth versus a, a box of our mushroom bisque or broccoli cheddar soup, one of them is going to leave you much more full and much, much kind of happier <laughs> uh, as you go about the rest of your day. Totally. I'm actually, so we are recording this during the quarantine of coronavirus. And I'm here in Bay Harbor Islands, Florida, which is right next to Miami Beach. There's an elderly lady that lives down the block here. She's lived on this island for over 40 years. She's like 90, 90 something years old from Boston. And uh, she can't really travel to the grocery store. And she said she went there the other day and somebody actually dumped her basket out and dropped all her stuff. So me and my girlfriend are going to walk my, I know it's, it's crazy. Me and my girlfriend are going to go walk over, uh, walk my dog later. We're going to deliver her like five or six of these bone broths because I have so many. And, uh, this is a perfect time to order this, honestly, because it's shelf stable. I mean, this is going to expire 
in March 2021, and we're in March 2020. So um, if you go to kettleandfire.com and use Keto Camp at checkout, you could get 15% off. That's my affiliate code with them. You could also watch my YouTube video, my other podcast I did on uh, how to use it for fasting. But uh, I, love, I love what you guys are doing. Um, and we're not done with the interview, but I just wanted to express that. You guys are doing great work, so thank you. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, I want to know, how do you utilize bone broth in your life? Do you do it to break a fast? I mean, what is your fasting schedule? And then how do you utilize bone broth? Yeah, so uh, fasting schedule. So I, I basically do uh, two 24-hour fasts a month. And then once a quarter, I will do a three- to five-day fast. And so that's kind of my, my fasting schedule. Water? Um, yeah, water. Although last time I, I tried uh, dry fast, <laughs> which was oh, yeah. challenging. Yeah, but but actually I was surprised. It uh, Are you familiar with like the glucose ketone index? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically I saw going doing a dry fast on the first day and then introducing water on days two and three. Uh, basically within 28 hours, I was under one from a GKI standpoint, which is sort of the like, cancer fighting, um, mm -hmm. threshold that I think Dr. The Thomas doctor, Seyfried. Yeah. Thomas Seyfried. That's right. Um, talked about. And so that was pretty interesting from a dry fasting standpoint. Um, I, I generally will do, um, 24 hours, just water. Uh, my next fast, my next long fast, I'm going to go for five days and make it a bone broth fast as opposed to a three day water fast. But, um, as far as how I use bone broth, like I'll have our soups a couple times a week. I think they're awesome. They're super convenient. They're uh, delicious in a, in a pinch. Um, but then I'll also have a cup of bone broth generally around either like around noon to kind of break, you know, that's the first caloric consumption I have that day, or I'll have it um, in the afternoon between like two and 4 PM to kind of break the two to 3 PM slump that some people, some people get. Um, I found since being keto, I get those, far less, but mm -hmm. still I like, it's a nice habit and a nice routine that I've gotten, um, you know, that I think, I think a lot of people over caffeinate quite a bit. And so totally. uh, swapping the afternoon coffee for a bone broth has been uh, a really awesome health habit that I've implemented in the last year or so. That's a great tip right there. If you're listening and you get that afternoon slump and you usually go to like a Red Bull or a cup of coffee, switch over to bone broth, see what it does for you. I, I think that'll help also getting some sun in the afternoon. That'll help um, yeah. big time. That'll help. I was going to mention that the dry fasting, I just released a video on dry fasting the other day. Uh, use extreme caution first and foremost. I, I wouldn't recommend it for everybody. There's two types of dry fasting. I want to know which one you did, but I'm going to explain both of them. There is a hard dry fast and there's a soft dry fast. A, a hard dry fast means you can't get any water touching your skin. You cannot shower because your body could suck that water and kind of give you some sort of hydration. That's a hard dry fast, the most extreme of them. The soft is you could shower, you could brush your teeth, you could wash your hands, which is the one that you did. Uh, I did the hard dry fast. Wow. You yeah. went all in. Yeah. It was my first time doing it. So I just wanted to see what would happen, you know? Um, but for my next fast, I'll probably do a shower, probably still uh, wash my hands and um, see, see like what my blood glucose, blood ketone levels, uh, if they still respond as strongly as I did to the hard fast or the hard dry fast. Yeah, interesting. I want to know too, because uh, you do get some hydration when you're washing your hands and showering, as opposed to when you're not doing that. And yeah, it's been predicted. There's no studies, but it's been hypothetically shown. And I say this in my, I said it in my video, a 24 hour dry fast, hard dry fast is equivalent to a three day water fast in terms of the mm -hmm. autophagy, right? That, that ratio that you achieved. 
uh, because your body's just crushing cells. It's trying to get energy and water and crushing cells, which hold fat cells, which hold a lot of water. And it's using that for hydration. So it's very interesting what the body does to survive, isn't it, Justin? Oh my God, it's fascinating. I mean, I was, I was really surprised like in one day of, after one day of uh, dry fasting, uh, you know, hard dry fasting, but still dry fasting, my blood ketones were literally at a 3.0. And normally that takes me, you know, two to two and a half days of fasting or, or you know, a week-ish of very strict keto to get to that point. So I was pretty impressed. What was your glucose uh, after 24 hours? Uh, I was wearing a CGM uh, at that point. So I'd have to check, but I think it was around 65, something like that. Interesting. So are you still wearing a CGM? Uh, it just fell off last week. So uh, I got to order another one. Very cool. So CGM, if you don't know what that is, it's a continuous glucose monitor, which gives you instantaneous uh, feedback from what stress is doing to you, food's doing to you. It's a great, great Exercise, tool. Exercise, yeah. Which is the one that you use? Uh, I use the one from Levels Health. Is it, is it readily available to people? I was under the impression that it's harder to get. Yeah, so this is, a, this is actually pretty, pretty cool. There's this company called Levels Health. Um, which I used first and found out about full disclosure. I ended up investing in the company after I used it because I liked it. But um, the, the Levels Health guys, they basically have taken a telemedicine approach to uh, getting continuous glucose monitors. So you can sign up on their website. They'll pair you with a doctor. That doctor will evaluate if you're a good candidate for a continuous glucose monitor. And then you can get one for like 400 bucks. Uh, and so it's certainly not nothing. But if you're someone that's struggling to stay in ketosis or uh, getting really serious or, yeah, diabetic. or diabetic yeah. or yeah, just getting really serious about what you're putting in your body. I, even I, who like, I've been eating pretty clean for a while, you know, I'm in the health space. I read about this stuff all the time. Uh, I was still shocked at like how informative it was just seeing, oh, when I eat even like six blackberries or something, like my blood glucose is materially jacked up um, relative to eating something like uh, three spoonfuls of coconut oil. You know what I mean? So it was, it was really interesting. Um, it's funny, if, if you'll indulge me, I actually, uh, when I was using uh, Levels, I uh, basically, I found it so compelling and like such an interesting tool for, uh, for learning about like the body and how the body responds to things that I tweeted about and kicked off this weight loss challenge where basically like had people uh, pay me $800 I bought them a CGM and for a month, every day that they keep their blood glucose within a certain range, uh, I'm paying them or I'm Venmoing them $25 uh, of the steak that they already sent me. So we just kicked off this challenge like four days ago and people are already having a lot of fun with the data they're getting through the CGM. And it seems to be working from the standpoint of like an incentive uh, for people to like eat clean and, and stay within their, their blood glucose range. Very cool, I love that idea. Where, where can the keto campers learn more about that challenge? Uh, so I should probably put up a website, but, yeah. uh, but, but I, uh, if they just want, I'm on Twitter at JW Merritt or actually, um, I would have them sign up for my newsletter. It's justinmares.substack.com. I'm going to announce next time I'm rolling out this challenge. That's probably the best way to do it. Great. Yeah. So we'll put those links in the, in the notes of this video and audio. Um, that's really cool. I love that idea, Justin. Yeah. I, I have. I have my um, rapid fire questions for you. Ready to do these? Let's do it. I think I know the answer to the first one. Maybe not. 
what is your favorite keto food? <laughs> uh, food or packaged product? <laughs> so bone broth is, is um, not included in this. What's your favorite keto food? Cool. Uh, I would say, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big coconut and avocado guy, but outside of like real foods, uh, there, uh, this, I don't know if you've heard of Perfect Keto, but that's yeah. actually a company that I like helped start. And Perfect Keto has a nut butter that is unbelievable. They have this like macadamia vanilla nut butter that I think is just the best thing in the world. Uh, so that, that's probably my go-to. I got to try that. I even know you guys have that. I, I love Perfect Keto bars. That's awesome. Oh, cool. Um, what is your non, favorite non-keto food? <laughs> uh, I, for whatever reason, for years have been a total sucker for donuts. I used to like, when I first was in college, I read The 4-Hour Body. That was the first time I got into like <laughs> low-carb, paleo, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I was like 21 years old. And so I was on the college diet of pizza, pasta, beer. Um, and so I started implementing slow-carb diet, six days eating super clean and then having a cheat day. And was kind of notorious in college for housing like a dozen donuts on a Saturday, <laughs> which uh, which is pretty disgusting. I'm way better now, but yeah. Were you, have, were you doing some squats before you had it? Yeah, oh yeah, I was doing all of it. <laughs> what was, was your favorite gnarly. your favorite uh, type of donut? I used to be a Krispy Kreme guy, but now there's been a you know I went to college in Pittsburgh, so there weren't a ton of options. Now I live in um, Austin, Texas, and there's a bunch of like cool, fancy, hip donut spots. Uh, and so there's a spot called Sour Duck Market that has a donut that I've had on two occasions. That's pretty incredible. So nice. Sour Duck Market. Interesting. What is the first thing that you think of in the morning? What's on my calendar that day? <laughs> yeah. What's not a fun the, one. <laughs> what's the best piece of advice you've ever heard? Good question. I think so much advice is contextual, but. So I would say that the piece of advice that resonated the most for me um, was a mentor kind of telling me like, when I was considering going out on my own and starting my own company, uh, a mentor kind of just telling me like, look, if you do that, like no matter what, uh, you'll be fine. Like it's really hard to imagine a, a situation in which like you're not, like you go for this and you end up dying or you end up starving on the street or whatever. Like do what, like go after what you want and things will just kind of work themselves out. And that ended up being very true. I love that. Were you, were you working like at a corporate job before you decided to open up your own company? What were, where were you when you decided that? Yeah. So this is actually, I got that piece of advice uh, my senior year of college. I was basically deciding if I wanted to take a job at a uh, company square actually, um, or if I wanted to kind of go out and start my own thing. And even though the thing that I started coming out of college didn't end up working, I learned so much. I met a ton of people uh, and eventually it put me on the path. It like put me on the path of entrepreneurship, which led indirectly to me doing Kettle and Fire a couple of years later. So I'm still very grateful for that advice. What did you study in college? I studied finance, which is somewhat useless. <laughs> what about the worst piece of advice you've heard? <laughs> this one's easy. Uh, it's sort of the opposite of the advice that I got earlier. I was a junior in college and um, starting my, my own company and emailed someone at like the small business association lending office or something. And this guy who's like never been an entrepreneur was a government worker his entire life. Uh, was just like, go back to school, focus on your studies. Don't do anything in entrepreneurship, get a job, save, start saving. And then like 
open a financial advisory firm when you're in your 40s. And I was like, wow, that is so <laughs> unappealing. <laughs> hey, good yeah. for you for having the awareness not to, to follow that. I mean, you're right. It's, <laughs> it's an important lesson because so many are given advice from people who, who don't have the fruit on their tree, right? It's like, yeah. does this person have the life that I want? This guy didn't, no offense to him, or, you know, but he didn't have the life that you wanted, right? So why should you follow that advice? So that's Completely. such a lesson. Yeah, I'm glad I learned that early. <laughs> yeah, totally. What was your favorite TV show growing up? Good question. I think growing up, there was a show called Zoom on PBS. We didn't have cable when I was growing up, so the TV choices were a little bit uh, limited, but there was a show on PBS, I think, called Zoom that I was pretty into. I haven't heard of that. We're on Zoom right now, but that's different. Yeah, <laughs> this is the new Zoom. If you had uh, one superpower, somebody says that you're always, you're doing this and it's incredible, you're, you know, you're praised for this. What would be that superpower that you have? Uh, I would love to have like a small microclimate around my head so that I always have perfect hair at all times, <laughs> no matter the weather. <laughs> Great. <laughs> who, do, who do you admire right now? Uh, I admire a lot of people. I mean, I think you admire pe some people in like the micro in micro sense, like people that you know who are just incredibly good people in your life that you get a lot of value from. Um, you know, I have my grandfather is one of the most stand up moral, like good people I've ever come across. And so I admire him a lot and I admire him in a lot of ways. And he's um, but he's not someone the world knows, you know. And then at the same time, I really admire and look up to people that I think are trying to do tremendously positive things in the world, uh, like Bill Gates, Elon Musk, people like that. Um, but at the same time, I don't know how those people actually are on a day-to-day -day right. level, but I admire the, the scope of their ambitions, I would say. Yeah, their think is huge. Um, what, what are you currently reading or listening to? Good question. I am currently reading a book called Disunited Nations, uh, sort of a geopolitics book. Um, and then also starting another book called A Pattern Language, which is sort of a design philosophy book that seems pretty interesting. As far as listening, I've been getting really into this podcast called The Portal by Eric Weinstein. Um, and that's probably, yeah, I do like a lot of podcasts and audiobook stuff. And on the music side, um, my tastes are kind of all over the place. I'll bump Post Malone, Explosions in the Sky, all sorts of random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Justin. So where is the best place for the Keto Campers to go check you out in Kettle and Fire? Yeah, so Kettle and Fire, we're at kettleandfire.com. Uh, that's probably the best place. As far as me personally, I'm on Twitter a decent amount at JWMares, M-A-R-E-S. Uh, otherwise, on Substack, justinmares.substack.com. Uh, I have a newsletter that I put out about once a month on like health, wellness, and building consumer brands. Awesome. We'll put all those links in the notes of the podcast and the YouTube video. So, so go check them out. Go listen to the podcast I did about bone broth fasting and kettle and fire and also the video. Uh, this has been a great conversation, Justin. I appreciate you coming on here and uh, sharing with me during this busy time for you and your company. I love yeah. the work that you're doing. I said it earlier. You guys do it the right way. You make sure it's quality in each box. And uh, I, I consume these on a regular basis because I know and I trust you guys. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for making this very easily uh, accessible to the world, to the US, uh, especially me. And I love what you guys are doing. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Dude, thanks so much for your support. I really appreciate it.
Well, I hope you enjoyed that discussion with Justin. If you're inspired to grab some bone broth, go to kettleandfire.com or click the link in the notes of the podcast. And when you check out, use Keto Camp, no space in between, camp with the K, Keto Camp at checkout to get a 15% coupon. I highly recommend you get it on auto ship. That's what I do. I get about 15 boxes of bone broth every single month delivered to me in auto ship. I don't have to think about it. It's just at my door once per month and it lasts me the entire month. I highly recommend you try them out. They're doing great work. And if you got any value from this conversation, please leave the show a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It really does help the show grow. Take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Shoot me a tag at TheBenazadi. Shoot Kettle and Fire a tag at Kettle and Fire. When I see it, I will share it. A reminder, if you want to get my 28-day keto jumpstart program at 92% off, head over to www.startketocamp.com to get that for one payment of $7. If you'd like to watch the video version of this interview with Justin, this can be found on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash ketocamp. Text this episode to a friend you believe would get value from it. And I want to thank you so much for listening to the entire episode. You'll hear me on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.